0: Yay. is it your turn first or mine i'm at that point in life where i'm just like good it? you because the mothman just went tuesday mm-hmm. so now
1: it's my your, full episode it's your full yeah episode. yeah
0: yeah okay okay um <clears> hi hey megan you know a friend of mine actually two different friends of mine have mentioned to me recently they were like you and Kara don't know what story you're gonna tell before you start and i'm like no Sometimes we'll know what category, yeah. if it's like witch magic or yeah. whatever, but I never know what you're going to, what you're going to do. No. And they were like, that would drive me crazy. And I'm like, no. no, it's so fun to tell each other the stories. It's more fun. Yeah. Yeah. And plus I think that you and I pick different types different of taste. stories. Yeah, You go for more historical ones. Yeah. And- you're all about the missing, mm. missing and murdered. Mm-hmm. mm-hmm. Hmm. Missing, maybe murdered. Missing, possibly Maybe murders. abducted by aliens. Maybe fairy aliens did it all. Maybe took off to start a new life. Yes. This is the Witches Magic Murder and Mystery Podcast. And I'm Kara. And I'm Megan. And we're here. Hello. Doing an episode. <laughs> I've got a murder. It is a listener recommended murder. Hmm. Uh, I believe, I know her first name's Ashton, but victory? Vic- Vic- Vicery? Victory without the T. I think it's weird I'm sorry we're not you know, I'm sorry we probably <laughs> butchered that Ashton but again love us anyways. we know we don't know how to say anyone's no names, names. no names my God. friend Tony, just, she was like my favorite thing on your podcast is how whenever you and care mispronounce a word the other one will always be like yep sure uh-huh. like yeah. we're real supportive of we each really other are. like it's yeah. okay whatever you do you just, or like, <laughs> yeah that's, <laughs> yes that's correct uh-huh. that's perfect I get severe like anxiety when we have to read the patreon names. Yeah. 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 Because it's gro- the list is growing, which I love. I'm so excited yeah, for it. I really it's appreciate so you all so much. Yeah. Okay. 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 This is a murder. It is about William Fisher, who was born in New York in 1961. Uh, he had two sisters. He attended high school in Tucson. His parents divorced in 1976 when he was 15. So his friends and relatives said that the divorce was super hard on him as like a teen boy and he ju- it said it just always affected him and he always thought divorce was something he would never do the thought of it just made him angry like he would never ever it must have been a really anybody. ugly divorce Then anybody right? i guess so i mean not every divorce is bad. yeah yeah <laughs> not every marriage is good okay yeah I don't know. we've covered lots of murders approved not every marriage. Not every yeah. No, I feel like actually every murder we've covered is about divorce, <laughs> <laughs> or just a hatred of yeah, women or something. Yeah, yeah. Okay, so he was a Navy veteran. He married Mary Cooper in eighty seven, and he worked as a surgical catheter technician, a respiratory therapist, and a firefighter. He's a jack of all trades. Yeah, yeah. His mother's told investigators that she had been the wife had been a yes sir wife. And she didn't ever stand up to her husband. She also added that um, her son's marriage to Mary was just, like, a mess. But even though people were like, oh, they were the perfect couple. They were just so good for each other. But not really. Yeah. He also was an active member in the Scottsdale Baptist Church's men's ministry. He... Started to withdraw from the church activities a few months before some things happened, and so people were like, "That's weird. What's he doing?" Like he was just like a go getter. So for he was really involved, and in then yeah, yeah, he was like the men's men's group. You yeah. know those men. Yeah, I those do. men. I do. He in 1998, the Fishers went to their church's senior pastor for marriage counseling. He also told co-workers that he had a one-night affair with a prostitute. Um, It says prostitute in here. Sex worker. That he met in a massage parlor. Don't go to massage parlors for anything other than a massage. (laughs) He was really worried that his wife would find out. And he thought that... (laughs) (laughs) He thought that this one-night encounter was the cause of a urinary tract infection that caused him lots of issues in 2000 see this is the thing (laughs) (laughs) i don't it's not i don't have a problem with religion i don't have a problem with believing in whatever god you believe none of that bothers me no what bothers me is this expectation that you're you got to be perfect yes and you're not allowed to mess up and if you ever mess up then you're a sinner you're like shunned right And I know not every church is like that, but there are a lot of churches like that. And there's also a lot of churches full of people who will shame the hell out of people who aren't perfect while at the same time experience that. Yeah. Just doing their own shady stuff in the dark. You know what I mean? Like, oh, I wish everybody could just like, for one, if you're not perfect, you're not alone. (laughs) Yeah. This is a (laughs) soapbox. If you're not perfect, you're not alone and it's okay. And the whole thing is that God's supposed to love you unconditionally and forgive you. So let that God happen. God sees past years. And if you're a human being who, like, actively seeks out opportunities to make other people feel like crap for not being to perfect. To chastise others. Kick a bag of rocks. I'm up. Okay. <gasps> We're, like, seven minutes in, and I'm, like, fired up. <laughs> but listen, he told a hunting mate that he was renewing his commitment to his faith and his marriage because he, could, quote, he could not live without his family. Uh, He was hinting that he could send her suicide over divorce. And according to psychologists, an intense fear of loss is not unusual for a traumatized person that was, you know, had to deal with a scary divorce during Mm -hmm. adolescence. So Mary Fisher told several friends that she wanted a divorce. And according to a neighbor of the Fisher family, they had a really bad argument on the night of April 9th at 1030 at night, probably about this situation on the morning of April 10th. Two thousand one, Mary Fisher was shot in the back of the head, and their children's throats were slashed from ear to ear in the hours before the home exploded. Yeah, but he loved his family a lot. Mom, this is like—I mean, the whole a whole family annihilator thing. Yeah, I mean, I'm gonna try to leave Here the box. <laughs> soapbox. box. like that's funny. <laughs> I'm gonna put a foot on this real quick. <laughs> Just the expectation that like you've got to be perfect, and if you're not, well, then you've got to kill your whole family. Because what's the point anymore? I mean, it's also such a bizarre, somebody was like, but he was thinking about committing suicide. Why not do that instead of killing your whole entire family? Cause you can't face them because yeah. you're so ashamed. Like yeah. it's just, also don't commit suicide, but I'm oh, just saying yeah, right, he was, right. an, he was an idiot. Yeah. Well, I mean, they say that a lot about fam- like the, the men and sometimes women. Who killed their whole family. Yeah. They're always like, I was suicidal and then I just couldn't do it. I was going to kill myself too. And yeah. I just couldn't right. do it. And it's right. like, okay. okay. But you killed your children. Like, yeah. You, uh, yeah. Theirs was horrifying. Uh, and then someone said, but they were a completely normal family. Uh, it was the Mary's friend, Lori. She said, I can't even say that Robert wasn't normal. He wasn't a bully, but he was the king of the castle. That was just their relationship. And then. It goes on to be like, oh, that's not true. Oh really? That's not yeah. Did his wife find out about the the sex worker I don't thing? know. Okay. I don't know. Um so I fire just firefighters why she was gonna get a divorce. Yeah. I'm sure cause he was psychotic. Yeah, I mean he should probably tell us yeah. stuff was happening. So firefighters were immediately alerted, um, because there was a natural gas explosion in the Scottsdale house. Mm-hmm. So it went through the house at around eight forty two AM. And it appeared to be in the center of the living room, and it burned the house just in two pieces. Mm. The initial explosion, it said, was strong enough to collapse the front brick wall and rattle the frames of neighboring houses for half a mile in all directions. So firefighters were on the scene within minutes, and there was 20-foot-high blazes spreading into neighboring houses. So a series of secondary, smaller explosions were either because of a rifle ammunition or paint cans going up. It forced the firefighters to keep their distance, and one firefighter suffered minor injuries to his leg when he lost his balance and fell near the burning house. He tried to conceal the homicide by pulling out gas lines from the brick home's furnace. Um, So the accumulating gas was ignited by an ignition source, maybe the pilot light on the water heater, or um, he tried to... So on April 14th, he disappeared at the time of the murders. He was officially named the only suspect to date on this case. And they put out a statewide bulletin to arrest him. Arizona did. On April 20th, the last physical evidence of Fisher's whereabouts came about. Uh, Police found his Toyota 4Runner and his dog Blue. Have a dog named Blue. <laughs> uh in the the Tonto National Forest, which is 100 miles north of Scottsdale. So on July 19th, 2001, an Arizona Superior Court state arrest warrant was issued at Phoenix, um charging Fisher with three counts of first-degree murder, one count of arson, and he was declared a fugitive a federal arrest warrant was issued by the united states district court for the district of arizona charging him with unlawful flight to avoid a prosecution so on june 29th 2002 he was named by the fbi the 475th we have that many fugitives to be placed on the 10 most wanted list he is also on america's most wanted dirty dozen list which is that show that I don't ever watch anymore, but it would always come on after Unsolved Mysteries. <laughs> I feel like I should like find <laughs> We it. probably should watch. Yeah. start watching these. And the FBI has offered a reward for $100,000 for any information leading to his capture. So he's like, doesn't it amaze you? And that was in 2002. So I don't know what it is now. But doesn't it amaze you that like people still do this? I mean, yeah. Like people still think they can just get away. With yeah, of course, I guess. <laughs> He disappeared. But I mean, my assumption is that he went somewhere and killed himself. Okay. That's some people think that. Kara. Yes, Megan. I have been seeing all over TikTok these hair straighteners. Ever since I got my haircut, I'm still feel like I'm learning how to do my hair all mm-hmm. over again. Let me tell you, I have found one that works really well. It's um, from Tymo. Uh-huh. T-Y-M-O. Yes. And it is the company for getting the best type of straightener for everything your hair could possibly need. It's all over social media right now. With products from $59.99 to top-of-the-line straighteners, each of their products are built to last and have so many options for whatever your hair needs are. So Karen and I received a couple of the products. Oh my we gosh. got a so straightener exciting. and a blow dryer. Yeah. So I'm gonna talk about the straightener because that's the one that I have used. It has a cordless design, which makes it so right. handy. You traveled with it. Yes. So it's great for getting a good hair reset on the go because it's so portable and convenient. It's called the Porta. It has this 3D comb design, which is enhanced by cutting-edge MCH anionic technology. So you brush it through your hair, it straightens as it goes and it pushes against the ceramic plate that gives a frictionless glide that Promises to curb frizz by 50%. And I have totally seen that because my hair gets frizzy and this just really smooths it out. I really loved it. Okay, so I got the air hype. I'm obsessed with it. I have just like naturally curly, wavy hair. So it was a huge game changer for me. It dries your hair in half the normal time and it keeps your hair safe and shiny, which I noticed immediately. Mm -hmm. I didn't even need to straighten it afterwards. And usually I do because usually I have all those wild like curls left over. The wind power on this thing is Using the code WMM30. So that's just 2M. So you guys know our codes usually have three. So just keep that in mind. So, with so many great products to choose from, now's the time to upgrade your styling and curling kit. So go to tymobeauty.com and use the code WMM30 for 30% off your first purchase. Goodbye. Goodbye. On April 2003, uh, FBI received hundreds and hundreds of leads. However, all sightings of him, are inconclusive or false so it's i think we talked about this it's like when you see a picture of somebody you're like oh i saw them Mm -hmm. but then that person wasn't even alive like those girls weren't even alive right that's the patreon yeah yeah yeah. uh, episode that's coming this month is we talk about these girls who were disappeared and like there were all these sightings when it couldn't have been yeah Couldn't have been them couldn't but it is interesting it's like like we talk about with eyewitness testimony being so unreliable if you're looking for something you're gonna find it yeah even if it may not actually be there. Right. So in February of 2004, uh, almost a year later, an individual with striking physical resemblance to Robert Fisher was arrested in Vancouver, British Columbia by the Royal Canadian Mounted Police. I I love those. Uh, Fingerprints uh, confirmed that it wasn't Fisher. So this guy was held by Canadian police for one week until a family member identified him. That sucks, doesn't it? <laughs> Just sitting in there, being like, "Guys, I'm—I not no—I'm not him. Clue who you're talking about? Like, wow. call my cousin George; he'll tell you." And they're like, yeah, yeah, "No, like, my sorry. sorry. They're like, "Oh help. shoot!" <laughs> <laughs> <Oops>. <laughs> I wonder if he could sue them or anything for being know. like that. I don't know. If they were wrong. Seems like I'm sure it. they were like you. Probably were doing something. Yeah. <laughs> in the days and weeks following the discovery of the SUV, they thought that he had wandered into the forest to commit suicide. <laughs> <laughs> So they created a search and for weeks, and they created one of the most massive, intense manhuts, manhunts, manhuts. <laughs> <laughs> they built all these huts for, for the, men the men to go to, to think about what they've done. You know? <laughs> it's a manhunt. Okay. Professional spelunkers crawl through the area's vast network of limestone caves, and there's no evidence whatsoever of him being there. And then Lori, which was Mary's friend, said, I was thinking early on they would find some bones up there where they found his truck. And then they were like, as time goes on, a fugitive's ability to stay on the run gets better. A producer for America's Most Wanted said, the ones that are gone a long time are the ones who managed to get out of the country. Well, and that's also, I think, because if it's 2006 or whatever mm-hmm. this year is, and yeah. they've been gone a long time, it means yeah. they disappeared at a time when it was a lot easier to disappear. I just think it's really hard to disappear now. Yes. Like how does anyone disappear on yeah, purpose right now? With all the like social media things and just, yeah, I don't even know. It says that he was last seen, um, on surveillance footage the night of the murders, withdrawing $280 from an ATM, uh, he was wearing an Oakland Raiders baseball cap and obviously driving the Fort runner. Oh, dang though. If he went to the ATM, then yeah, maybe he wasn't planning to kill himself. Yeah. It It said he left his baseball cap in the vehicle and, um, several items were missing from the home, but they were never found. So they were like, Oh, well he for sure fled the scene. Some of the theories were that he might've had an accomplice who met him wherever his truck was and then drove him off. But then there's also no evidence of, like, another vehicle being there. So maybe he walked. But then they say, we know he didn't walk away because the dog would have followed him. There are a lot of different things that could have happened, but the dog stayed there. So obviously he was driven away. Yeah. That dog was loyal. Again, if, he, he, if he had killed himself, the dog would probably be where he Yeah. Yeah. Man. Yes. So it says law enforcement officials remain certain that he is still out there. It says he's probably working some job where people won't pay much attention to him and he can get paid under the table. He may be that guy who's right around the corner from you. You never knew because he changed his look enough. It also says there was definitely a Robert. Absolutely. Nobody knew. She protected him. She didn't want people to know what a jerk he was. Uh, She wanted everything to be as normal as possible for the kids. So, according to interviews with her friends, they say that he was a very controlling person, uh, very controlling of his wife, and required her to ask permission before participating in the even most routine of activities. Megan, I'm going to need for you to start asking me <laughs> if you're allowed to take a sip of your coffee during the podcast. Okay. 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 So, it says that he is physically fit and an avid outdoorsman. He was a hunter and a fisherman. He has a noticeable go- gold crown on his upper left first bicuspid tooth. Which one is that? I was going to say, thanks for that. I don't know which canine? one it is. Is that this No idea. This one? Sure. Because it's noticeable, so it's not going to be back here where you can't see it, right? Sure. I will agree with anything you sure. say about that. I have sure, no sure, sure. clue. Um, yeah. Everybody go Google him right now. See if you recognize him. Yeah. Oh, please. Mm-hmm. And then say that we told you so because we want some of we We'll split like the money the with you. <laughs> we will split the money with you. <laughs> wouldn't it be weird though, if you did look him up and it's like, holy crap. That's my next door yeah. neighbor. Yeah. I work in the office next to him. He delivers my mail. No, he wouldn't be a mail carrier because <laughs> <laughs> they do background searches. I hope he's not. Yeah, really. Okay, it also says that he may walk with an exaggerated erect posture and his chest pushed out due to a lower back injury. He has scars on his lower back from this surgery, and he is also known to chew tobacco heavily. He has ties to New Mexico and Florida. He's believed to be in the possession of several weapons, including a high-powered rifle. Because that's what you take with you when yeah, you're like the country. 17 years ago? I mean... Ha- How do you know anything anymore about him? I guess they just have to work with what they've got. I have so many, like, quotes here from all these, like, officers and stuff, too. It's crazy. So it says that um, in 2001, there was a caller to the America's Most Wanted program, and they believe that it was him. Oh. It says it was made from Chester, Virginia, and he's appeared twice on the America's Most Wanted list on TV Like I said, he's on the FBI's top 10 fugitive list. There's still a reward. So if you know anything about this gentleman, (laughs) you're urged to call the Scottsdale Police Department at 480-312-2716 or Phoenix FBI Office at 602-279-5511 bill cooper mary's father says there's no doubt in my mind that he's still out there when you know it's a cold case that makes it even harder when you think about what he's doing out there is he remarried is he still living double lives we just don't know so if you're thinking about it he was born april 13th 1961 brown hair at the time blue eyes six foot tall 190 pounds Uh, he may be working as like a hospital tech or something. I doubt he'll be a firefighter because don't they have to do background checks? If you ever see him out at the beach or the lake or something, he's going to have scars on his lower back.
1: (laughs) Just chasing down
0: on the beach. Excuse me. Yes. Adam... Trahan, I believe, one of his former co-workers said, I think if he's alive, one of the possibilities is in Sierra Madre, Mexico. It's known for its lawlessness. He could hide in this area very easily. And then Robert Caldwell, the FBI agent, said either he's still in the United States or has snuck into Mexico or Canada. I personally believe by now he's hooked up with somebody. The way he is, the way he ha- was such a control freak with Mary, I'm sure he has found companionship If he did find it, it's probably with a woman who's extremely, he's extremely controlling of. And then Greg Howell, the America's Most Wanted producer said, this guy has kind of vanished. The police feel he could be somewhere in the U.S. or possibly parts of Canada. A psychic detective. Mm -hmm. Those are my favorite. (laughs) I know. I love that they always have to be a part of missing persons. Uh, Skylar Robinson said, Fisher is living under a different identity in Kallelan, Texas. (laughs) sure is where he travels in and out of mexico he lives in a trailer he's gotten a little too comfortable in this town he's not trying too hard to stay hidden that is very specific yes so texas (laughs) kalalala tell us all about it okay if you plan to disappear yeah where would you go what type of place do you think you go i mean mexico is a good bet virgin islands oh but how would you get there I would fit in though. Without like, some traceable identification. Boop. I'm sure. I don't know if that's <laughs> yeah, I don't know. <laughs> that seems possible. I don't know. I don't know. Swim between all those sharks. I mean I I could fit in. Yeah. If you can make it to an island, I like European. But that's the whole thing. I'm like to travel anywhere, you'd have to have you some have form have, of idea yeah. and have something traceable. So it's like, but I do think if you're there's a girl I follow on Instagram's the Garcia Diaries. Hilarious! She does these <laughs> confessions every Tuesday. They're just oh my gosh. so freaking funny, but she just went to Mexico. She's, she lives in Arizona, I think. And she was like, yeah, to cross the border into Mexico. Right. You don't need a passport. Yeah. You just, you know, it's just coming I mean, back yeah. in. Yeah. Is the problem. So, yeah. and that's now like a few yeah. weeks ago. Yeah. So then I'm like, I mean, I guess if he, you can just stay there, cross into Mexico and don't come back. Yeah. And there's no record of it. And lay low. Or you could pay somebody off to let you cross without. Right. But there's also places here in the United States that are, are like the off-grid communities. Like yes. Those, like the super hippies, you mm-hmm. know? And maybe one of those you could just sort of disappear into. Yeah. Because the whole point is to live. Isn't it a little more difficult to get into Canada? I think so. I but thought I don't it was. Know. Yeah. I mean, I, I have been in to Canada, but it's been 20 years ago. So I don't really remember. Yeah. Where. And I don't know how it's changed. Right. But he's still at large. Wow. It's fascinating to me that anyone can disappear. Yeah. Well, okay. Yeah. Everybody go Google and See if Everybody you, can see look you up. him. Yeah. And too, with facial recognition software. Yes. It's like. It's not how? like they just have a sketch of him. Like they did the Zodiac killer or whatever. Like they actually know who he is. They have identifying factors it's that amazing. they shared with the world. It's crazy how. People can have just these huge, enormous secrets that you never would expect. Yeah, the whole double life, or a whole and then it literally the ability to murder his whole family. Yeah. So yeah, there could be somebody that he knew that he that helped him escape that like nobody even knows about. Right. Oh my god. Well, now I want to. I to know the answer to. Well, I want to know like the fireman that he worked with. Like, did you all not? Did he not act weird in the firehouse? Like, y'all are buddies. Even if you did, though, do you just be like, yeah, you're just a little different. Like, yeah. I still think no matter what, you very rarely would ever suspect that, that someone who's like your friend or coworker could actually do something yeah. like this. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Even if they were weird, being able to be like, they're weird. They'd probably murder their whole family. Mm-hmm. Like, that's not. Yeah. Ooh. All right. Well, thank you. Yeah, you're so welcome for that. <laughs> and thank you um, for who? who? Uh, Ashton. Ashton. Thank you, Ashton. Vickery. Yes, absolutely. <laughs> Sorry. Could you just start pronouncing your last can name you like just, that if that's not right? Yeah. I was going to say, can you just go along with it? Yeah, for just our tell sake? us we're right. It's, even fine. If we're not. it's fine. It's fine. It's fine. It's uh, fine. If you have a story you'd like to send us to, yes. you to look into, you can email us at witchesmagicmurdermystery at gmail.com. Hit us up on the Instagram. Mm-hmm. You can hit us up on um, Anchor, too. Yeah, you can leave <laughs> us a voicemail if you use the <laughs> it's Anchor app. so fun. App. I love it. And... If you, you can go to the link in our bio on Instagram to find the links to like the Everything. Patreon, the podcast yeah. or all those things. Yeah. Um, we love you guys. Yeah. We love you all so much. Okay. okay. Goodbye. Goodbye.